every day I, I practice pronunciation. Last week I found a, a video on YouTube how to pronounce common words. I said, I know those words. But I said, okay, I'm going to watch that video. After watching the video, I realized that I didn't know, right? How to pronounce those common words. Okay, for example, I said four words that I, I was studying. Okay, I said regular, regu, regular, popular, document, reputation. I say, oh my God, all the time I say this, but now I know how to pronounce. Okay, you are, you are my, my teachers. It should be regular, regular, papia, popular, document, no document, document, reputation. And I say, okay, now I know. My desire to, to learn English make me have perseverance, determination to know and to practice every single day this beautiful language. I know it's not easy, but in my heart, it's like, okay, do it every day, like a 10 minutes, half an hour, just do it. This situation is similar to my spiritual life. When I think that I know Jesus, I realize that I don't know him. Probably I'm not going to know him very well. But if I do this every single day in my spiritual life, my spiritual prayer, I can do it. So, perseverance and determination should be the pillars to grow in a good relationship with, with God. The bread of life. The Eucharist should be the pillar to grow in my spiritual life. So, in the first, the first reading, the first reading show, shows us how God satisfied the physical hunger of his chosen people, the Israelites, in the desert by giving them manna, bread of life. You might recall last Sunday gospel reading, where Jesus met the basic need of the multitude in the wilderness for food, feeding them with bread and fish, five loaves and two fish, more than 5,000 people. Today's gospel passage is taken from the bread of life discourse in John's gospel. This gospel is said in the context of the day after that feeding. The same crowd approaches Jesus looking for more of the same. The crowd who found, the crowd who found Jesus didn't know what they wanted from him. Jesus told them frankly, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life. Jesus seeks to lead them beyond their preoccupation 
with physical food towards deeper realities, attention to their spiritual needs. It is a faith relationship with Jesus that allows us to experience him as a bread of life who satisfies our deepest hunger. Here Jesus makes a unique and bold, and bold claim. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and whoever believes in me will never thirst. Jesus said this to us. Jesus is offering the crowd bread from heaven, bread that nourishes them for eternal life, the bread available to people who have faith in Jesus Christ, the presence and indwelling of God in their hearts. In the Eucharist, the church offers us two types of bread, the bread of life contained in God's, in God's word and the bread of life contained in the Eucharist. Every time we receive the Eucharist communion, we know that he is the bread of life. We know that. So let us nourish our souls with this heavenly bread and carry Jesus to our homes and workplaces radiating Jesus' love, mercy, and compassion all around us. When you eat the body of Christ, you carry Jesus to your home. Jesus goes with you, walks with you. He is in your heart. Okay, we know now about this. Jesus is the bread of life about the Eucharist. Now, how to apply this beautiful gospel into my life? Okay, I'm going to give you um, some effect when you receive communion. Holy communion has the following effect. Holy communion increases our union with Christ. That's the most important thing. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Holy Communion preserves and renews the life of grace received at baptism and confirmation. Holy Communion separates us from sin. And in today's second reading, Paul reminds us that when we become believers in Christ, we can no longer live in the same way. That's why St. Paul says, you should put away the old self of your former way of life, corrupted through deceit, deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new self, created in God's way in righteousness and holiness of truth. Holy communion wipes away venial sins. Just remember, venial sins, or venial sin is a minor offense and doesn't deprive the soul of divine grace. Christ also helps us break our disordered attachments. Let us die to sin and live for God. Finally, Holy Communion makes us grow in love for our neighbors. Mother Teresa of Calcutta 
once said, There are many in the world who are dying for a piece of bread, but there are many more dying for a little love. There are many more dying for a little love. Probably you invited to come to the church your wife, your husband, adult children, your neighbors, your grandparents, but they, they didn't show up. They didn't make it or couldn't make it. They have other priorities. But what? Be patient and just pray for them. One day you will see them come in to the church. But what they want to see right now is your faith through good deeds. Probably they want to see patience, love, kindness, forgiveness. When you go back to your house and see someone you invite him to come to the church, watching TV, treat him or her well. Don't say anything. Your kindness, your love, your goodness is going to evangelize that person. Forgive someone who hurt you. It's part of the fruit of the Holy Communion. Forgive some, someone who hurt you. Let it go. Pray a lot for him, for her, for them. Treat well your wife, your husband. Treat well your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Treat well your mom, your dad, your grandparents. And also pray, pray for those who are sick. Jesus offers himself to us as the ultimate bread of life as the one who can fully satisfy our deepest hunger for what is eternal, for a love that endures even beyond this early life. Only Jesus can satisfy the deep spiritual hunger that we all experience from time to time. That's why he offers himself, he gives himself to us as a bread of life. We don't have to do anything to earn this gift. We don't have to do anything to earn this gift. We only have to accept it freely by coming to Him and maintaining vital contact with Him. Heavenly Father, Help me to believe in the real presence of Jesus Christ in the sacrament of the Eucharist. May your divine presence meet my deepest need and fulfill my deepest longings in life. Jesus, I trust in you.